Welcome to American Reds, Tribal Rants' unofficial podcast for the sixth and last season of The Americans. I'm Michelle. And I'm Mike. And this early morning, we're podcasting The Americans, Season 6, Episode 5, The Great Patriotic War. It aired on April 25th, 2018. This episode was TVMALS. We finally had some S. Terrible that the S was horrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible S. Yep. And V. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the V was worse than the S. We're getting this out a little bit later than we have for the last couple weeks. We are just trying to fit this into the schedule. We were doing it on Thursday, but we really weren't having any time at all to go over anything we needed to get done. I don't think they want to hear about the labor pains. They just want to see the baby. Anyway, we may be putting it out on Friday from now on. They may be interested in when it's going to go out. We'll just see how this works and kind of play it by ear with that. Yes. So, Mike from TN, what'd you think about this Midway Mark episode? I thought it was, I thought the episode was, could have been given a better name. I thought that maybe moving on would be a better name. I thought that's interesting. I also thought it was interesting that the Great Patriotic War of course, we find out in this that they're talking about World War II, which I didn't realize. But it makes sense, right? Because the Russians wouldn't have called the war World War II. It, it was particularly rough on the on the Russians. Right, but, I, but what I'm saying is you can understand why they would have had a different name for the war than the Americans have. I never thought about how different countries would have named the wars differently, but yeah, they, they would. Have different languages and different cars and everything. So we're going to do it like this today. Different huh? food. That's that's how it's going to be today, huh? Okay. I think they even might even wear have different music, hmm. different clothes. Hmm. I thought this episode was brutal. It was a brutal episode, but I also thought it was one of the best episodes ever. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. We got a, we a lot of things were revealed to us here. And it was it was busy. It was there was a lot in it, but I thought it was really really good. I also thought back to the name just a second. The Great Patriotic War. We're really we see these characters warring. Uh, the 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 Russians versus the Americans are really. It feels like it's kind of coming to a head here. The patriotic of the one side versus the patriotic of the other side. Well, the other side splintered into what's considered patriotic and what's not considered patriotic. You got the Oleg Patriots, and then you got the Tatiana Patriots. You got the Philip Patriots, and you got the Elizabeth Patriots. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Philip Patriots and see. Philip's more aligned with Oleg and the gang, and Tatiana and Elizabeth would get along nicely. A little housekeeping kind of trying to tie in last week to this week because I meant to point it out last week but I wanted to point out that if Gennady and Sophia hadn't been so whiny and needy and I hate to say that R.I.P. Gennady and Sophia but if they hadn't been so whiny and needy for Stan they'd still be alive there was no way that they would have ever found them if not for Stan if not for following Stan probably not and when they when Adderholt went to Stan and said, we got to get a hold of, they they need you, Gennady and Sophia, or they won't take anything else. That's the only way that, that was their end to 
Gennady and Sophia. Well, they found them much easier just following Stan. That's that's sure. Yeah. So you ready to hop right into it? I am. Okay. I am. Well, we start out with them following Stan. Now, what did you think about that? Do you think that? I understand that they are professionals. These uh, people who stake people out and follow these these Russians is who I'm talking about specifically right now. But do you think they could have done that to Stan so easily without Stan noticing? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Stan's not expecting to get followed. When and you're going to a safe house for somebody, you don't worry about... A couple of relocated uh, Russians that... Nah. Russian nah. defectors, yeah, though? No, people defected all the time. They didn't... They weren't in any jeopardy. Nah, I don't think, I don't think he was worried about it. I don't know. I think it was something that Stan will feel like is a slip-up, maybe on his part later on when he's doing his worry and self-doubt that I think we see at the end of this episode. Mm, maybe. But we see he goes to a residence and it's Sophia and she's upset because they're going to Oklahoma. It's not good for her boy, she says. And then, of course, she does the Sophia... Kind of giggle, uh, maybe Gennady. Well, she's Gennady. fickle, isn't she? I mean, gosh, she hates Gennady, hates Gennady, and you think Gennady can, can I mean, that just, that just kind of, yeah. Did not bug you? Um. I mean, you don't have to be bugged just because I was. <laughs> I don't know if it bugged me. It was pretty, I think, stereotypical for the kind of person that Sophia has been shown to be. She didn't want Gennady when she had other options, but now that there's no other options and they're going to send her off somewhere alone, just her and her son, I think the idea was very frightening to her, and uh, Gennady was, seemed yeah. like a safe place. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's definitely rethinking her, her options here, yeah. But then she goes into the whole kind of guilt trip, I think, with Stan that, Gennady thinks that Stan's his friend, he's his, on, his only friend in America, I know that was, yeah, she's really laying it on him, and that's that's laying heavy on Stan because of the thing with Oleg. I think is still lingering. Oleg and uh, Nina, oh yeah, and the fact of everybody he's kind of yeah. gotten in contact with like that. He's that's just why I think he would have maybe been more careful going to visit them in that way. But I don't know. That's just me. I think it's also why he's trying to be careful not to get too close to. Yeah, absolutely, Gennady. but they're but but they're not having it. They insist on being close with Stan. It yeah. seems like to his uh, unhappiness. But Stan's very happy now that Sophia wants Gennady. You can see like the relief wash over Stan's face right. in this thing. And then it's Claudia debriefing time. She's showing the photos, and they're talking about Nostrinko meeting with the CIA agent and they don't know if they if Nostrinko knows he's a CIA agent but why is he meeting with these people do you think it's popular that the guy's just working for the government like doing a back channel I mean I don't know anything about government interactions in that way but I wouldn't think it would be odd just a, just as a private citizen thinking about it at all for these two government officials, somebody on a negotiating team to meet with somebody else on the other side. It just doesn't seem yeah. 
suspicious at all to me, but they act like it's super suspicious. Yeah, I, yeah, they, they were, yeah, well, they're, you know, the heightened state of suspicion, I think. And we're really getting close to what Elizabeth was told in Mexico. Claudia is really finding out a lot of the same, not the specifics of what, it's just weird how they're interacting the stuff that now Claudia is learning about this Nostrinko guy that, of course, Elizabeth already knows about him. And they're kind of linking it together, and she's not really saying anything. But she does point out to Claudia, it's about the Mexico thing. I've got to find out about this. And I didn't know if maybe she, even in that little sentence she was telling Claudia too much. But Yeah, does, is, I didn't think Claudia was clued in on her trip to Mexico. She, she knew she went to Mexico. She's the one who sent her. But she has no idea what went on there. But really, they're kind of talking about what went on there because they're talking about the um, power struggle well and the specific guy Nostrinko that's yeah. the guy and Claudia's talking about him now but right but they discussed that they won't get any more Breland tapes until Christmas and how bad that is because if Nostrinko is bad they need to know now and then they talk about Gennady a little bit and Elizabeth says they're still looking for Gennady and then Paige comes in and she wants to know what's on the agenda for today. And they start talking about the Great Patriotic War, which goes into our title of this episode. And we find out that's World War II. I wonder if everybody knew that and we just didn't know that. It's much more difficult war for the Russians than it was for the United States. People over here like to talk about food shortages and supply shortages and rationing and, and uh, you know, lack of, you know, tires, rubber and stuff. And those people... They lost millions and millions. Their country was invaded and parts of it occupied by the German army. And folks over here say, well, you know, they bombed Pearl Harbor. You know, yes, they did. There was a one-day battle in one of our territories on an island. Their country was overrun by the German army, and they ravaged them. But like Claudia points out later when they got to Stalingrad that was the pretty much the end of the program for the German advance in um, in in Russia they the Ger the Germans got their asses handed to them at Stalingrad Hitler told them gave them an order to fight to the last man I mean this is how deluded this this, this their leader was just I mean just he wanted to win at all costs. And when he found out he couldn't win, he didn't want to suffer the the political blow, the 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 propaganda blow that was going to be, you know, the German army was defeated at Stalingrad. Because so far, the German army was proving to be, you know, a seemingly undefeatable force. You know, it was a juggernaut. It was just overrunning, you know, taking every country he, he ran into. He'd just take it. And the Russians... The Russians really, uh, I forget how many people actually returned, how many soldiers actually returned after the war. They were put into a, um, I think they all got sent to Siberia, uh, and then they, they were, some of them actually made it home, but very, very few. Thousands and thousands of soldiers starved to death and finally surrendered there at Stalingrad. The Russians just waited them out. You know, that was their backyard, and they just 
I just, that was the end of it for the Russian, for the, for their German army. Well, they point out in this that 400,000 Americans died, but 27 million Russians died. When we think about, you know, back to World War II, we do think about the great losses we had. And of course, we have all of our movies about it from our perspective and the things that happened with us. And sure, I I've just verify. never really, I'm sorry. I didn't verify those numbers, but I know that they did lose millions and millions and millions of people. And how that would alter just your total landscape of your country. Well, I mean, families, entire entire family lines were, were destroyed. Well, yeah, this is where we even see, like, Claudia, she breaks out the book with the pictures of Stalingrad and talks about how her youngest brother was killed right there. And then she talks about losing her mother and her father oh, I know. and brothers and, just, she and sisters. names off everybody. Yeah, almost everybody in her family. It's just very somber. It's a real somber event. And well, she's throwing back olive oil. and Not and, yet. No, and, this uh, is no. This is not that. But Paige is looking very distraught. And then we go to the intro. So we had a big heavy dose of uh, sadness before we even got to the intro of the show. So we come back and Stan's taking a pizza to Gennady. And he's got the entourage following him again. So Stan spends some time there at Gennady's house. We see like beers drunk and oh yeah and Gennady's just he's just happy that he's got a buddy there watching hockey with him and he's just as happy and probably the easiest guy in the world to get along with seems like a really really pleasant person Gennady yeah yeah he does he's uh, like he's grateful stands there and mm -hmm. yeah happy stands falling asleep stands asleep on the couch Gennady doesn't care he's sitting on the table close to the television drinking beer and then we go to the scene where Paige and Elizabeth are talking, and they're talking about when Paige was in ninth grade and the American textbooks on what happened and how it was not accurate, according to Elizabeth, and how she wanted to rip all the information out from what Paige learned about World War II and put in the real to well, her She wanted to come from a Soviet perspective of World War II, and I understand, but... The fact is, is that Paige was going to American school and was reading an American textbook, and I guess it was heavily laden with American details. That, that's really weird, though, because I have never in my life thought about that. I've never in my life thought about how you would hear a war from a different perspective, a, a historical war. Of course, current events, I think about that, but I don't know why I never put those two together but how their textbooks would be. Of course, they're going to talk about their stuff, but how it would just be different. Well, but, you know, one man's one man's hero general is another man's war criminal. That's true. They they do. They. Uh, that's true. So Paige is talking about Brian the intern and how he told her some things about the new Defense Department budget that his congressman's working on. And... She wants to know if Elizabeth wants to know what he said. And Elizabeth's just not happy with this whole thing. What do you think Elizabeth's problem is with this? I think she feels um, heavily protective over Paige. And I think she feels, to a degree, out of control. I think Paige may be advancing too fast for her. I think she may be in the, maybe subconsciously rethinking her whole uh, idea about getting Paige involved. I think it might be eating at her. You know that Paige is her 
child and not, you know, a, a, a you know trained Russian operative. But now, and she's not. And 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 you mentioned Paige advancing. I see Paige regressing. I see Paige. She is she is like a loose cannon. She she's is, always been a loose cannon. I know, but it's much more serious the stuff she's doing now she's not listening to anybody she thinks she knows the right way she has this i'm right i know what i'm doing you don't tell me what to do you know well, she's it's like, typical it's a typical kid typical young, it's young person. T- it, it is it is it's typical american young person but it's not like elizabeth was at that age in any way and it's completely different and also i think we've talked about for just a minute how do we expect Paige to have the loyalty toward Russia that, say, Claudia Elizabeth and even Philip, to a degree, do? Right. She wasn't raised there. She nope. didn't live through it. We can hear stories all the time, and you can empathize and sympathize and and really care about a cause. But when you've lived through it, when you've eaten the rats, which we'll get to in a little bit, it's a different level of dedication I think those thoughts are more tangible for the for, for Philip and Elizabeth and Claudia and uh, and those folks it's just an idea uh, that has been put in her mind so you're you're that's a great point and you're exactly right well, Elizabeth's telling her to control the conversation or to get out of the conversation if she can't control it. And she's trying to tell her how to do that. And here she says, act uninterested. Just act uninterested in what he's saying or walk away. And Paige is saying that he offered to show her classified documents that he's walking around with. She talks about how these interns are walking around with classified documents. And I think if we were going to have more seasons of the Americans, if we weren't at this time point, then that would probably end up being maybe something that Elizabeth would be more interested in. I think Elizabeth sees Paige getting too close too fast also to this stuff. Paige is coming in contact with, you know, a guy with classified documents, and Paige says, hey, this is a great opportunity, and Elizabeth is like, hey, we got to be very, very careful. You know, you're at, you know, you're, you're trying to jump up two or three levels here, too quickly. And well, I think that's what got has got Elizabeth also in in the back of her mind. Paige is just moving too fast and wants to move too fast. And knowing that Paige is a loose cannon, she's worried if she moves too fast and gets too close to something too sensitive, she can screw it up really good. Well, and she's making so many errors that they're showing us too. I and mean, Paige is like messing up, messing up, messing up, not doing what she's told to do. So, of course, Elizabeth just isn't happy at all. And then we go back to Gennady's apartment and Stan, he's trying to leave. And uh, he's being watched saying goodbye to the guard out front when he leaves yep, the apartment. Do these people, I actually wrote this right here, do these people never have to pee or anything, these guards? And then, of course, we see a little bit later that one of them does have yeah, to Yeah, they trade up, yeah. Yeah. So Elizabeth comes in and Phillip's on the bed. And he's offering to leave the bedroom to let her sleep. She tells him that she doesn't think she can sleep anyway. They talk a little bit about the finances. Then they come up with a different idea. And Elizabeth reaches out to him, literally. 
Then we go to the next morning. Elizabeth's outside smoking, and a much happier Philip yep. comes skipping out the back door. And Elizabeth didn't sleep, but Philip did. They go inside for coffee. He's like, coffee? You want some coffee? And um, she impromptuly tells him about the negotiator and the secret meeting with the CIA officer. And she says, we have to know what he's saying. She immediately goes into this. There might be a way, but she needs his help. Can you... This, to me, I was so pissed off at Elizabeth. And I was hurt. I was hurt. She pulled the honeypot scheme on Philip. You think she set him up from the she night before? She set him up. She hasn't touched him in how long? She didn't sleep the night before. Wow. She did the honeypot scheme on Philip. So what's the honeypot scheme? It's where you use sex to further your cause. Do you need anything around here that I haven't provided? <laughs> Is there anything on that you could put it? Let me be. To do don't list give me. This is not together. funny because really, are you not mad about that? I'm just devastated. But I, what I really want to know is, is there anything that you need? I wonder. Uh, I wonder if Philip realized what happened. I didn't realize what happened. I think Philip knew. I ah. think I, not last night, but once she says this, because this was one of the turning points. To Philip, I think there was a couple of them in here. Well, the Bulgarian prison idea, I thought was that's just hanging it out there, extreme, hoping that this CIA officer is going to give you what you want to get his daughter released. I mean, that I think that's just like winging it. And how much exposure does that give? How much risk does that put? I mean, Kimmy, and we see the risk, we see the results of the risk that everybody that's, that they put these people in. Martha. And how it comes out. I Gennady, mean, not good. Right. You know, um, what's the, the guy that they cut a piece of his leg off and sent it back, you know, after they had to dig up his body? William. Yeah, William. I mean, nobody, this doesn't end up well for, for these people that they, that, that they put at extra risk. And Philip knows that. Philip is acutely aware of this. And I think Elizabeth is becoming aware of it. I think that's some of the interaction we see with her and Paige. I think this is in, it's eating her alive in the back of her mind. She's super spy on the front, and then she's mother to Paige in the back, and she realizes deep down, she realizes that this is a, this is a dangerous game, and Paige is now involved in it. I would vehemently disagree with you, but for one scene that we'll talk about when we get there, because I think you're right. I think you're right in that. That's astute that you noticed it in, like, this kind of situation. I noticed situation. it when, I know exactly the scene you're talking about, and I know when she's standing against the wall there. After no, she, a no. different one. I oh. have a different one. Wow. Different okay. scene. So wow. that's, that's interesting, too. Okay. But the gist of it is, Elizabeth wants him to go to Greece with Kimmy Take Kimmy into a foreign, uh, in, communist into a country, communist country, get her arrested for drugs, call the CIA officer, say, we got your kid, give us what information we need, or we're going to, you know, and 20 years. Like, let's think about all the different ways that could backfire no, on us. Tons. And not just on us, but on Kimmy. But with 
Elizabeth, it's the only way. Yeah, yeah, it is. And she does this, I haven't asked you for anything at all, but I really need this. I don't think I've ever been more pissed off at Elizabeth than I was in this scene, knowing that she was manipulating Philip like that. That really, that that was a straw on the camel's back well, to me. Well, from a man's perspective. No, stop. Paige is at a bar with 80s music, and this guy, Vince, goes over to her and starts trying to schmooze her. Her friends have to leave. Vince is very charismatic. He is very charismatic. And we're switching back and forth to scenes. Elizabeth is watching Gennady. Yeah, the, oh yeah, she's stalking Gennady. In the little grocery store. She has found Gennady. That is not good news for Gennady, we know. Philip is with Kimmy in Ann Arbor. He's went to Michigan. He tells her he has a meeting in Rome, and she's in Greece, and he could just fly over, and Kimmy shoots him down. Yeah, Kimmy rejects his offer, you know, her, her, you know, the love of her life, she thinks, and uh, she's always wanted to get, get together with Jim. And then... Yeah, but Jim's going to kind of, you know, mess with her vibe now because she's got her trip planned and they got a lot going on and we got crazy schedules. I'll see you when you get, when I get back. So she's, she's blowing him off. And then we go back to Gennady, and this is when he goes into the alleyway, and Elizabeth's walking down. She asks for a lot with her hand in her pocket, and Gennady stops. And, yeah, Gennady, man, he just wants da, to help And then the mm. guard, the agent, comes up and tells Gennady to wait for him next time because they do have to pee sometimes. They do. FBI agents do use the bathroom. That's... Well, them and, you know, I mean, we haven't seen the Russian spies do it when they're in the car for hours at a time while Stan's inside sitting watching a whole hockey game with Gennady. But Gennady gives Elizabeth a light and he and the security guy walks off. But that security guy gave Elizabeth a look. He did. He looked her over. Yeah. But she's got such effective wigs and glasses. He'll never right. be able to identify her a lot. So we go back to Vince. He's schmoozing Paige, talking about skydiving and being scared to death, but how that situation turned out really beautiful. And then there, he's got this jerk friend sitting close who says Man. that Vince says it was like getting jerked off for the first. I mean, just real nasty. Yeah. And So this embarrasses both Vince and Paige, of course, and makes things awkward. And Paige starts to leave. And the guy says, you know... Tony, yeah. Tony says, what'd you just say? Well, he's like, you're not even that hot anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just being as, as offensive as he possibly can be. And she tells Vince to get a new wingman if he ever wants to get laid and gets right. up to leave, and that just sets Tony off. Yeah, yeah. Tony thinks, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something to this girl, and he accidentally grabs her too bad for him. Yep, because she just... She ninjas his ass. She does. And Vince comes after her to see if she's okay. And he gets popped in the face. Yeah, and she breaks his nose. That's right. And she just heads on she's out like, the door. Don't, don't grab me. Yeah. yeah, good for Paige. Everybody doesn't think good I think for Paige. so. I think good for Paige. So, Philip's walking with Kimmy, and he's thanking her for having dinner with him. They're talking about Greece after she's blown him off and all of her friends and all that kind of stuff. He opens the door for her and puts her in the car. And then as he's walking around the back of the car, I don't know if you noticed that or not, it's a real slow walk and you can see him. 
I felt like he was deciding what to do. Do I move forward with this now? It's a real slow walk, and you can see Philip. He's just, Philip's anguished in this stuff over Kimmy. It's not. And remember, this is his last spy assignment. This right. is his only existing spy assignment. You're right. But he can either do what he has to do to accomplish this for Elizabeth or not in this situation. And he really did try. He could go back and say, I tried. She didn't want me to do it or whatever. But is he going to push this or not? No more bedroom calculator fun, though, if he does. If he doesn't come through. They talk about fatouche, a Middle Eastern crunchy salad, and mugadara, a Lebanese dish with lentils, rice, and caramelized onions. Okay. So, you know, we had galoopsy for a week. So after can we you saw put this together for supper? Because I'm thinking. Maybe not for supper, but but maybe later. We had the galoopsy, the beef and cabbage with sour cream. We actually ate that. So I'm wondering if we should have the mugadara now. Well, yeah. And we'll just like. Well, you yeah, know, yeah. Use, use the Americans for our meal planning. What do you think? Well, actually, we're using the Russians for our meal planning. Well, uh, the Mugadara is actually Lebanese. But then we'll use the Lebanese for our meal planning. Okay. I don't care who we use for the meal planning as, as long, long as, as we, we have a meal. Meal planning. Yeah. But he gets in the car with her. He's proud of her. She's grown into a smart, interesting, and he uses the word woman. And He's a little intimidated by her. He's saying all this kind of stuff. Yeah, he's putting it on heavy. And and then he kisses her. Yep. And she's just overcome. And then... Yep, and they end up in bed. Philip looked miserable. He looked miserable. That's really bad. I really dislike that. I dislike that. Every time I see him or her being in a sexual situation with somebody... I feel like I almost have a PTSD about what they went through because it always brings back that scene. I forget what season it was. It was early where they talk about the people that they had to be with to get themselves used to being Oh, yeah. With people. I remember the most disgusting people you could come up with. Right. Yeah. And it's just... I always think about that. I always flash back to that every time we see situations like that. And it just, oh, my heart broke for him. Yeah. But then we go to commercial and we come back. And this is where Renee's quizzing Stan about what time he's going to be home. Stan wants to put her in human resources. He does. What did you think about that? I thought that was funny. I thought that was hilarious. You know, a chick your age, you know, we can still, you know, use you. You're not, you know, too old. We can put you in person now. Did you notice here, though? That Elizabeth is, or that Renee is doing exactly what Elizabeth just told Paige to do. She's like, oh, hmm, okay, well, I'd have to take a pay cut. I don't know. I'll think about it. She's just uninterested and flipping. Mm, no, I didn't notice that. It's pretty good. Makes, you know, one more little uh, indicator that she could be. Yeah. Why do you think they used somebody like Andrea, like Lori Holden, I think her name is? This she She's a big actress to use in this. Why do you think they would use her in this and not... She hasn't done anything. We haven't seen anything. This has been going on for a long time now. I want to know. I don't think she was just brought in just to be his girlfriend. Something's going to happen with her. Maybe. It has to. 
They could use anybody. They could use any unknown. They could use anybody for this, but they use her. Something's going to come up with this. And also the fact it would, it, it's going to be a like a wah-wah moment, I think, if we don't have something from her. They've been talking about it for, for well, at least since last season, about is she a KGB agent? They ask uh, Inspector of Death. Gabriel, is she a KGB agent? I mean, we got to find something out about her. She might be a CIA agent in light of Stan's, uh, you know, kind of rogueness on his operation threatening the director previously. Can you imagine if she turns out to be something, no matter what, a agent of Russia, an agent of... Any other country at the time, who knows, Girl right? Scouts of America. <laughs> Can you imagine? Stan is on his way to getting his heart broken over Philip and Elizabeth, we have to assume. I yeah. mean, that's going to be the real dagger to the heart, assuming he survives and finds this stuff out. And then Renee, too? Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. He's never, ever going to trust anybody the longest day he lives after this. It's, I, I'm not seeing things ending well for Stan, and I hope I'm wrong, because I really, really like Stan. Okay, then we go to the scene where Eric is tell Erica is telling Elizabeth to stop looking at the drawing to look at the vase. She's in a lot of pain. Man, man, she is just obstinate as hell. Hard to get along with. Just, I mean, sarcastic and rude. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I that's funny that you feel like that and I have completely broken apart because I agreed with you in the first scene with her but I've completely broken apart from that I feel like she is she's really a deep person and she's trying to impart yes she's harsh obviously but she's trying to impart some wisdom here from Kind of like parents do on their children. I don't want you to suffer through something, so listen to me. I feel like she's using this. She doesn't want any pain medication. She wants to talk to Elizabeth about this. This was the scene I was talking about earlier that I think Elizabeth might be uh, changing. This was the scene that I was talking about. She is mad that there isn't dozens of drawings in the book because she's given Elizabeth, her nurse, homework. One thing, I agree with you. I, I know I, I and I, I, you can see that in Elizabeth's face when she's turned away from Erica and she's considering what Erica just told her. But there's a line in here too, though, that uh, supports your idea that the woman's deep. She says someone in there there's someone in there who knows how to see. She's talking about Elizabeth inside herself. You've got to put in the time. That's what time is for. Okay, so there's someone in there who knows how to see. There's someone in you who knows how to see, but you've got to put in the time. That's what time is for, meaning time is for learning how to see things. I, I wrote down, I wrote the exact sentence you wrote down, and I put after that 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 is the, one of the most profound statements I think I've ever heard on Isn't that what TV. time is for and experiences are for? Learning how to see things maybe in a way that you haven't seen them before or maybe seeing things that you've passed by 
15,000 times and seeing things for the first time, really seeing something or seeing a situation the way that it, for what it is. And I think that's what, I think this is where Elizabeth is coming, despite her, her, you know, Soviet ninja spy training. Maybe. I mean, we see a lot of bad stuff after this with, with Elizabeth, but yeah, it's, she's, she's thinking, you can see the gears turning in her head. Like you said, she's faced away from Erica. Erica tells her no one understands that. And Erica's crying from pain. The woman is hurting. But in place of taking medication, she's spending her time trying to impart this on Elizabeth. Yeah, the vase is just an object, just a metaphor to, for, that she's using for to teach Elizabeth how to see. I yes. Think, I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I literally teared up in this scene. And, of course, I teared up at the beauty of a gecko on TV the other day, so... What do I know? But I literally did. It was like moving to me. I'm tearing up talking about it. I know. It. You moving. teared up the other day for some of the ridiculous It was the bullshit. gecko. Like, was it, really? <laughs> it was the gecko on TV. It was so beautiful. Really? It was beautiful. Is it because we have a new television? The colors were beautiful? I don't or? know. There was something about that gecko. Huh. I know. I know. Hmm. Then we, then we go to the scene where Oleg's coming out of the school and Tatiana's there. Tatiana's not happy with Oleg. She's, Oleg is busted, straight up busted. She knows what, Tatiana is sharp. She knows what happened. She she worked it out. And Oleg, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Tatiana knew that Oleg went to the Americans about her operation with William. And she, she put it together. And man, she's sharp. She put it together and she told them she, which is why we see Oleg's house getting searched and being questioned in the Soviet Union. Remember, we could not figure that out for anything. Previous episode, Oleg, they come to Oleg's house, come to Oleg's dad's house. And right. they, they search Oleg's room. They take it apart. They take the, the door paneling off. They take the, the trim off the walls, and they search behind and underneath everything. That's because Tatiana went to him and said, hey, this guy's dirty. He's here's the one I, who stopped here's this. Here's what I think happened. Operation. And right. you need to check it out. And because of uh, the only reason he wasn't killed, I guess, because of that, was because of his dad. They wouldn't just come to a regular person's house and say, "Do you mind if we search and we're going to look?" They wouldn't have done that to a regular person. They would have just acted. They would have said, "Hey, you know what?" They would have made a decision based on what Tatiana said. But I think here he's also realizing that this was not. Stan. Remember Stan came to him? And Stan's like, I did everything I could. I don't know if he's realized if he put that together or not, but he will if he thinks about it. I think, well, I'm sure he thought about it because he was blaming Stan. He was. And Maybe he this will renew his trust for Stan. Sure. It would have to, right? It, yeah, it could even make him, I don't know, we could see conversations between them. I, it definitely opens the door to something with that. So I'm, I'm glad we had this scene. It was just neat that, that we now know, though, this is where the Oleg investigation came from. Right. We know and he knows, which is maybe even more important. But he is mad at her. He's like, do you not realize you could have gotten me killed? They're both they're mad at each other, and she doesn't give a shit, and neither does he. 
And then later on when she's talking to her boss, she tells him he's not here for us. He's not loyal. Put that in your cable. Boss says, oh, yeah, I'll just send them. We're still working on it. They love that. And she says, no, she's, he's not here for us, and he's not loyal. Not only that, though, and this could be important, too, she tells him to go after his father. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, And, and the, the uh, director or the resident or whoever she's talking to agrees with her. You know, they should get rid of people like that. They should get rid of everybody like his father. That's so my not. Well, I think they've identified their sides a little more clearly. They're, the people are uh, over there, the, the pro-Gorbachev people and the anti-Gorbachev people are choosing sides. Well, that might not bode very well, though, for Oleg's dad over there. Who knows what they're going to do now with him? If he can just make it to 1989, that's all he's got to do. Well, and it's just 87. 87, yeah, two more years. That's a long he'll, time. He'll be okay. So Philip tells Elizabeth that it's okay with Kimmy, but he's selling Philip. This is the Philip that I don't like. He's standing there at the window, and he's all sullen. Elizabeth comes in and says, how'd it go with Kim? <laughs> and he's like, okay. So that sullen Philip is not my favorite Philip. Then Paige comes in with a black eye and wants to spar. So they're sparring down in the basement, and Elizabeth finally asks her, what's because it's kind of like rough. You see him really like, being a little more violent than I remember seeing them. And she talks about the guys that started a fight with her in a bar. And Elizabeth is tore up. She does not like that at all. No, she says, you cannot use your powers for your own benefit. Your powers can only be used for Russian benefit. She's upset that she, she she's a little hyper upset. And, and just kind of hypercritical of everything, even the slightest infraction. I mean, people get in fights in bars. And people, right, but little five-foot-tall, 100-pound okay. soaking wet in a sleeping bag. I've, I've seen that happen. But it would draw attention it to It would her. draw attention, but it would only draw attention until the coors wore off. It would be, it'd be fine. The, but but she's, she's right to, to not to draw any attention. If you'll remember back a few episodes ago, they wouldn't even keep Russian food leftovers in the refrigerator. They weren't allowed to keep Russian food. I mean, they're very detail-oriented, so I'll give her that, but I think she overreacted just a little bit, and then I think that's what we see in Paige, her reaction to Elizabeth, Elizabeth's overreaction to every single little teeny tiny infraction. But that's Elizabeth's mo, right? That's okay. Elizabeth it does react It doesn't matter whether like it's that. her mo or not. It still wears on you. It still, it still wears Paige on you. Paige has to know this. She's like, what, 20, 21 years old? She has to know, know it. this. And it's building up. And she's 20. And she's thinking she's smarter than everybody now. She so. does think. So it's, I'm not saying she's right or wrong. I'm just saying this is where it's coming from. It's kind of funny, though, because the way Elizabeth's acting is like Paige shape-shifted or something in there. It's like she, you know, uh, went into a yeah, uh, she, phone she, booth and came out as super yeah, woman with a, or Yeah, with a red you know? cape and just kicked everybody's right. ass. And everybody now knows she's but, the daughter of a Russian spy. But Elizabeth tolerates zero mistakes. She tolerates nothing. And if people start asking Paige, how do you know how to do that? Well, my mom taught me. I mean, she hasn't been taking lessons. It, it, it could really lead no, to I, something. No, I see what you, I see what you say. Uh, Paige gets a little mouthy here, 
And she says, I'm not going to do it again unless I'm being attacked, but get off my butt. And I'll sleep with whoever I want to, too. And yeah. Philip says, huh? What? Huh? And then Dad comes in. What? This this awakens Dad, who's kind of standing there. And Elizabeth yells, if you like them, fine. And Paige is like, well, why would I sleep with them if I didn't like them? And Philip's saying, what's going like, on here? Duh. What the hell? Where, where did this guy, where, where is, what? And it was really cool because they they followed them. I don't know if we see this a lot in this or if you noticed it, but they followed them, the camera did, as they're walking through the house. And it was really kind of a different scene than we normally see. I just, I love Philip's face in this whole thing. It's so authentic oh, to, yeah. <laughs> um, to the surprise. But he's chasing... Elizabeth through the house and Paige is leaving and Elizabeth doesn't want to talk about it and he wants to know who Elizabeth was telling Paige to sleep with is what he said. Now you have to remember this is coming right on the heels of her manipulating him with sex and then him sleeping with Kimmy when he did not want to. So this stuff is fresh, fresh. I think we've he's always kind of had a protectiveness over Kimmy kind of like a daughter and now he's hearing his daughter talk about using sex and Elizabeth talking about it. It's just, it's just too much for him. But she, at first she tells him it's none of your business. And then I think she stops to remember, hey, this is Paige's father. And so she says, I was telling her not to sleep with someone. And she goes into who he was and that it was really nothing. But she's really, he's, he's very frustrated and... She just has to leave. She's got to go to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he says, where are you going? She and no to bath first. She has a sweat-ringed collar from being down there. and That woman don't need a bath. She needed a bath. She's fine. Then we go to commercial and we come back and we see disguised Elizabeth outside of Gennady's residence. Man, I know. Stalking him and... Did it seem like she spent a long time looking at that agent slash guard guy? It's almost like she was... I thought for a minute, is she defying him? What's she doing? Because if she could see him, he could see her. He's not going to stand in a position that he's not able to see people. I didn't notice that. It was, a, it was several seconds she stood there. It looked like he was looking at her, almost. I don't know. I thought that was weird. It ended up being nothing, I don't guess. One more thing I have to say about this scene. Was it terribly believable to you that you would go to the extent of putting somebody in a safe house, putting an agent 24-7 out front, but then leave a window open on a fire escape? Well, the agents didn't leave the window open. The the. But to have that, they go in and check these places out and make sure there's no points of entry. It's almost like they had an unlocked back door. Again, I don't think, I think they're going through the motions with their, their protocols. They're not just terribly worried about somebody driving up and coming in. I think they're just, they're just putting the X's in the blocks and they, didn't yeah I think I think it's believable I I feel like I don't know I kind of feel like maybe over if if we had several years left to for Elizabeth to get to them 
that maybe things would be lax like that. But I think because they're telling the story and we don't have several years for it, that they ha- kind of have to do it that way. They had to find a way for her to get to him to tell the story, I, I guess. I think it's believable. So I'm going to have to give them that. But I don't know. It was just a little odd. But anyway, she she gets in and then she hears Sophia in there and she starts to leave mm-hmm. oh yeah she's going to leave but Sophia comes in too quickly so she hides behind the refrigerator and then she's still trying to leave right and as she's trying to leave then Gennady gets up and comes in and she only has time to jump behind the door Gennady turns around and notices he her, her right. behind the door and that's the end of Gennady and she cuts him up pretty good, and then Sophia comes And it's in. a sad time because Gennady was just saying that he's going to sleep on the couch, but he's so glad Sophia came and all this. That's oh, yeah, the conversation gonna, yeah, they're gonna Yeah, they're going to end up in Oklahoma. And... Together. And, but it's a very momentary looking up for Gennady because then that was rough. Yeah, that was the end That was of a it. violent... Scene. And then, of course, like you said, Sophia comes in. And, of course, because Sophia comes in. Got to kill her, too. That's the end of her, too. And then Elizabeth sees the cartoon and notices the kid. Now, what did you think? I thought she might kill the kid. Um, and then she backs up. And then there she has that moment that I was talking about earlier against the wall there. Where everything just kind of hits her. That uh, the situation that she's in hits her. There's two dead bodies, and a little boy's going to find her mother, um, his mother, in the floor, dead, bleeding, uh, as soon as she leaves. And it's just all kind of piling up on her right there. She stands thinking about what she's doing and where she's, situation she's in. And I think she also realized there that if this little boy got up and looked at her, that should have to kill him too. Yeah. And that's why you see her like cat-like backing up just very, very quietly. And it was it was scary. I didn't know that she wasn't going to kill him either. And it reminded me of the episode. Do you remember the episode with their friends? They were like in an amusement park with them. And the son had... The, the friends went back to the hotel and the son had went to the pool and they killed the mom and dad and the yeah. daughter and how devastating that was. Of course, they found out the son, I think, was in on that in the in the end. But, well, he but did still. it. The son did it. He's the one who did it? Yeah. I, I didn't remember. But we have this... Elizabeth knows that children can be killed. The daughter was killed. She's got the situation with Paige and Paige making these kind of reckless decisions on her own that don't fall into Elizabeth's keep her safe mentality. Yeah. It was a pretty scary situation. And I think she's really thinking about that. Even kids aren't completely off base when stuff happens, like you said. And then we have the scene where Pay, uh, Philip goes to Paige's apartment. Now, what did you think about that scene? I don't know if he was just trying to show her who he was or if he actually wanted to test her skill level. Oh, no. It wasn't anything about her skill level. It wasn't anything about that, I don't think. What do you think it was about? 
Well, he tells her that he remembers the feeling of being able to do that. He, I think he goes there to make sure Paige is okay emotionally after having to beat somebody up because he's asking her how she felt about it and all that kind of stuff. And then she's like, um, I'm not like you. I'm like mom and me and mom are into this and I know you're not. And he's like, what did you think about his reaction to that? Cause you could see it. Philip's great with this, right? Matthew Rice, he is great with this. I mean, he can wear his emotion completely on his face where you can definitely tell what he's thinking. He's like, okay, come at me. I want to see what you've learned. And she's like, well, we don't have pads or anything. And he's like, yeah, you don't. And and then he's like being, you know. Yeah, there's no pads in the real world. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you want me to pretend to hit you? Little tiny page. When you want me to pretend with you, Dad? Because I don't want to hurt you. He gets this. I'm going to teach you something, you little smart-ass look on his face. And he gets her. He manhandles her. And it's quick. And it's again and again. So what do you think he was trying to show her? Just that he is uh, not just like Mom, but maybe even more capable? Yes, I think he was showing her that she doesn't know as much as she thinks she knows. She's not the superwoman she thinks she is just because that situation went down like that. She's not as smart as she thinks she is. And you got to be careful who you run into. Yes, and teaching her to respect him, who he was, and what he's gone through to get to where he is now at that point. Okay. Because... It was just a odd scene. He's leaving, and he hasn't even... He's not even breathing heavy. I mean, he's unaffected by this. This was nothing. This was swatting a mosquito to Philip, and I feel like he wanted to show her... How easily she could be handled by him. Right, yeah. right. But it didn't seem to have any effect on her. Well, not As far yet. as later on... Well, right, good point, yeah. And then we come to the police scene outside Gennady's apartment with Stan pulling up. That's just rough right there. The kid coming out and Stan walking by the kid. Shell-shocked boy with a social worker. He realizes that this kid's walking by him and his life has changed forever. He's going to have a totally different life now. And I just was thinking, poor Stan. I mean, this, I think, is going to be the turning point for Stan. For whatever reason, I think he was, he tried to turn from it before and then he had to continue with this last assignment and everything. I think this is it. I think this is, before with Nina and Oleg and everything, Stan was willing to risk everything to protect Oleg. He was willing to, you know, give up everything for what he viewed as right, certainly. This is like a step beyond that. I think this is, I think and I hope we're going to see something come of Stan in the next little bit. Stan's not going to take this lying down, I don't think. Then we come to the scene where Paige goes into Claudia's asking what they're doing today. We're going to do some olive oil shots. <laughs> and then we're going to do some vodka shots. We're going to talk about the first time we ever had sex. I think, do you think here that Elizabeth... And Claudia are doing that because Elizabeth has given up on you can't drink with men and have sex with them. 
and get information from them because she knows Paige is going to do it anyway. So now she's going to teach her how to do it, kind of. Uh, that's a great point. That's probably exactly what they're doing, just preparing her for the inevitable screw-up that they know she's going to make. So what about, take? have you ever taken an olive oil? Well, you probably have, just because it's healthy for you and you tend to... I did an olive oil shot before we started. <laughs> have you ever heard of that? Uh, I have, no, I've heard the castor oil thing, uh. but I've never heard the olive oil thing. But since I don't drink now, it doesn't benefit me in any way. I, I believe I use olive oil on my salads, you know, <laughs> just uh, instead of dressing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you notice that this, um, episode, this episode was sponsored by Subaru. 97% of all Subarus are still on the road after 10 years. I did not know that. I didn't either. There's my shameless Subaru sponsor plug. Okay. Staying at the crime scene was rough. And then Paige and Claudia and, uh, you know, Claudia really gets loopy. And she starts talking about, you know, trading food for sex. And then Elizabeth is telling Paige the first time she ever had sex. She was even younger than than she was. Uh, Okay, but now when, let's... Claudia is talking about how she only had sex with one man, her husband, until he died. And then she, the the next man she had sex with was a red soldier who promised her half of his rations. And this is where we know, we know here, Paige doesn't have a freaking clue. A red army soldier, not a red soldier. Okay. 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 And Paige laughs and says, you had sex for food? Paige doesn't get it. Philip has just went to her apartment and tried to show her. Elizabeth's tried to tell her. She's tried to let her know. Paige does not get it. She doesn't understand. She she doesn't get any of this. And they've tried and they've shown her movies and they've they've cooked the peasant food for her and they've talked about it and shown her books and everything. Paige is laughing about that. She's incredulous, not laughing, but kind of incredulous that you would have sex for food. They're trying to draw her a picture. Yeah. She's not getting it at all. So then Philip is eating a snack and Stan comes over asking for a beer and Philip kind of tells, oh, it's pre-Renee day. It's pre-Renee Well, you got to go back. Okay. We know that Philip, uh, last episode, he's in his office. He's working on numbers. What's he doing? He's eating chips. And to this episode, this scene, they go to this scene. They start this scene. He's eating chips. He's eating a snack. I just yeah, want to know what kind of chips he. And and he's got this chip problem. It's gonna. Is that what in, it is? It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna, a problem. It's, it's gonna turn into a big, a big problem eventually. Now, when the knock came at the door, there for just a second, I thought. Paige is going to run in there. It's going to be like one of those Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee movies, <laughs> and they're going to start. They're going to start fighting again. You know, knock, knock, knock. You know. Oh they're, my they're, gosh, they're... that's that's then, funny. Paige is then, the one who knocks. Wah! And then, yeah. bing, pop, 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 and they're going to start fighting again. But of course, that was just a, you know, my cartoon version of that scene. Kind of like da dun da dun. And then Phillips, Phillips, kind of funny. He comes, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah, Cato, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's funny, Mike. Anyway, Stan comes in and 
And, and Philip he just kinda, tells him all about this stuff. I know it. He's ribbing, you know, Philip's ribbing him a little bit, like you said. Oh, this is like just pre Renee days. You know what happened? Renee leave the country? Right. Yeah, is everything okay? And then he says, no, it's work stuff. And then he tells him somebody got killed. And then he tells him the details, and Philip knows immediately. And he knows Elizabeth did this. Did it, and he, and, but he doesn't really know the detail details. Like the kid was asleep, which doesn't really matter, but it, it the does. The kid wasn't asleep. Yeah, the kid was asleep. If you no, go, he wasn't. He was watching cartoons. No, no, no. If you go back and watch the scene, you'll see the, the bear is falling off of, and they're, they're simulating him being asleep there in front of the television. Okay. He was watching cartoons, but he's fallen asleep watching cartoons. So anyway, now he doesn't tell, Stan doesn't tell, uh, all he tells uh, Philip is, and for all he knows, it's true. The, the, the murder happened in front of the kid, but it didn't right. happen in front of the kid. It happened while the kid was either A, watching cartoons or asleep, watching cartoons, whichever version you like. But the kid didn't see the murder happen. The kid found the murdered bodies. As far as Philip knows... I don't knows, know how big of a distinction As far is. as Philip knows, it's just, you know, who cares? You know, this Elizabeth killed these people in front of this kid. Well, Stan actually says a seven-year-old found his mom and dad covered in blood. Right. And he says, you know, and Philip, you can see what's going on with Philip. Right here, right here, Philip is done he is done with this whole and i think stan is too i think it's great that you pointed that out because i agree i think stan is too and i think by stan going to philip's house and telling him this much information that he he doesn't talk about anything why else is stan done because this was stan's last assignment if you'll remember this is the assignment that they had him working on last this is the assignment that kept him working in that division, keeping his fingers in the Russian spy stuff just a little bit. This was his last counterintelligence mission, his last counterintelligence assignment. So he's not just done from a spiritual, emotional level. He's done from a professional level done, also. Done. Yeah, but he you still can't go around talking about it it's not like it's okay that he's bringing it up no it's not it's not but, but he doesn't care but we know he's done yeah he's done so then kimmy gets the phone call from jim slash philip philip brings up when kimmy said he was stuck and she's like i was just talking but that stuck with me and i like that we noticed that in that episode we brought that up that she said he's stuck remember and it really mm-hmm. kind of resonated with him so i'm glad that it's kind of interesting that they brought that back up in this well what's he doing here too he's doing he's done now too he's getting himself done when he tells her you know goodbye that was his last assignment as a russian spy Right. And when he was standing there in the kitchen with Stan earlier, and Stan said seven-year-old found their parents mm-hmm. murdered, and Philip's face, like you said, you can see all of his emotions on his face. He's turned away from Stan. Stan can't see his actual face, but you, we can see his face. Right, but and Stan his, even noticed something because Stan's intuitive. He's yep. like, are you okay? And his face said, I'm done. That's when he was done the phone call solidified that he's done. Goodbye, Kimmy. I'm not coming over to Greece. 
And, oh, by the way, if somebody tries to get you to go to a communist country, this is important, don't do it. And she's like, what the hell are you talking Don't go with them. Stay in Greece. So, right here, he also solidifies his position with Oleg. Oleg tipped Stan off about William, remember? Yes. Oleg violated his his spy credo and tipped tipped him off because he knew it was wrong. Philip is doing the same thing here with Kimmy. He's tipping her off about an upcoming possible operation against her that will not give them not give the Soviet Union the desired result because their desired result is to get the CIA agent to give them the information they want because they got their daughter. He's directly tipping off Kimmy to, um, to, to be careful because of this, this operation that she knows nothing about. So we got two things going on here. Him and Stan are both done. They're, they're done professionally and they're done emotionally. They're out of this, of this espionage bullshit. But also, Philip and Oleg are now pretty much, we know that they're on the same they're on the same page. They're really on the same page. They're willing to do things that indicate that they're on the same page. Yeah, I guess so. I wrote down, actually, this is where Philip becomes a traitor to Russia. This is where Philip... Pretty this much. is Philip's turn. Yeah, he, they would consider it being a traitor. Well, yeah, I mean, he... Oleg, look at Oleg. The same thing, sure. I think Oleg's was even worse. He got a man killed. Oleg yeah. got William killed. He did. So that was the end. That was the end. And it, like you said, it was a really good episode. But also because of all that, you know, Stan being done, um, Philip being done. Philip's Elizabeth, not quite done. Wait. Elizabeth, wait, wait, wait. Elizabeth having her 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 painful, resistant uh, realization and starting to see things different. I think that moving on would have been a better name for this episode because everybody here is pretty much moving on. Uh, Paige even has... I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about uh, Elizabeth and Paige. But Philip's not quite done because he's going to have to face Elizabeth Wrath over what think, he has I think he done. knows that. I think he's prepared to deal with that and he's also prepared to deal with mm, not much going on upstairs no more. Well, who would want that, considering that she's manipulating him with it? Well, now from a no, man's no, point of view, no, no, stop! You gotta be, you gotta talk about this seriously for a moment separate, because that's that's disgusting. You, you've got to separate, you know, letting no, somebody manipulate you. No, and, you're gonna make me mad. <laughs> well, I don't well, want to talk about well, that. Stop! Well, you know, okay. you know what I'm talking about. All right, okay. So next week, we see Elizabeth going into Paige's room, and she's just sitting there. Oh, yeah, but see, the upcoming episodes... Mich- I know, you have to say your disclaimer. Go Michelle ahead. Michelle and I have this this disagreement that the upcoming episodes are very telling, and my idea is they tell you absolutely nothing and tease you and mislead you. So, now continue with the misleading of the okay. upcoming episodes. Elizabeth goes into Paige's room and sits there staring, and I think she's having some, some of the uh, thoughts maybe that we had talked about this episode of the importance of everything. 
Philip's telling Henry that he loves Elizabeth and Elizabeth loves him, but sometimes, and then he just says, everything's fine. Adderholt comes to Stan and tells him that he has to talk to him downstairs, and Stan says every time he goes down there, somebody winds up dead. And he's telling the truth. Stan's getting weary over this stuff. I'm, I'm with you, though. If, if something happens and Renee is working for anybody, and I mean, that, that's going to, I mean, who knows what Stan will do. Then Claudia is telling Elizabeth that they have someone in Chicago under surveillance, and we see a picture of some guy, but it looks like it's on the FBI board. It's on like a pegboard or a bulletin board type thing. Elizabeth's telling Philip, I'm going there to help him, someone who's doing his job, insinuating, this is someone who's doing a job, Philip, and you didn't do your job. Yeah, you're not doing your job, Philip. We see Philip with a ball cap on walking down a sidewalk, swapping some kind of info with Oleg. Adderholt's telling Stan they're getting Russian here and all over the country based on what they're learning, and it's going to happen fast. So that's what's coming up. It's getting tense, huh? I know. So any predictions on what might happen with Stan or Adderholt or what they might discover about the Russians all over the country? What's that all about? I don't know if they're having, like, intel sources flip as a result of this glasnost and perestroika stuff. I'm not sure if they're, like, you know, giving up Russian asset positions. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Wouldn't it be lovely if everything fell apart and Philip and Elizabeth could just stay where they are and be poor Stan's friend and we see them, like, having barbecues and everything's good? Do you think that'll happen? I, you know, I don't know. You know, It's possible. My scenario would be that they just decide they don't want to be Russian spies anymore. And nobody in Russia can reach out and touch him. Like, you know, Elizabeth was told, okay, this guy Gennady, he's a courier. He's making us look bad. We got to, he's got to, something's got to happen to him. We got to reach out and touch him. But when the Soviet Union collapses and Gorbachev is, you know, solidly in power and they've got a whole new way of doing things, then I think that there's not going to be as much interest in getting payback on agents who defect and people who defect. Is that how it works? Do you know that? or you I just... don't know that. I'm just speculating. But I'm, I'm thinking there's just not going to be that kind of infrastructure left over. You know, the, the, the one side wins, so the hardliners are not going to be able to to you know run things like that run those operations you know of eliminating people sure and if you've got directorate s officers who are you know pretty much defecting then what are you going to do because you don't have anybody yeah, but still i mean you know who who knows because just a couple of episodes ago remember they went after that woman that they were accusing of uh killing the soldiers in in the square and it'd been 40 years or whatever amount of time and they oh, yeah. sent Elizabeth. Well, I mean, who knows what they yeah, did Yeah, but that, the that Soviet Union started doing that in the 40s and they did it all the way up through the 80s and then that was pretty much over. Maybe they can all relocate together. Stan and Elizabeth and Philip and Paige and Henry, they can all go in witness protection together. I think everybody will pretty much make it except for Claudia. I think Claudia is going to get arrested. And because she gets drunk and she runs her mouth. <laughs> if Claudia gets arrested, you think she'll talk? If she's been drinking. Yeah, if she can't get a hold of some olive oil. 
before she drinks. I, I can't even think about. That's evidently a thing. I looked it up. It's oh, evidently yeah. a thing. You drink the olive oil and it prevents, it coats your stomach. It prevents you from getting as drunk or whatever. And it also is supposed to prevent a hangover okay. for whatever that's worth. I looked it up and never even heard about it. I did want to point out here that last week we talked about Elizabeth and why she would take Erica to that party. Why, you know, why she would do that because it was like, that just seems so ridiculous that she would go to that trouble. Since, yeah, I, I remember we had that conversation. Since Glenn already had the wire in his jacket. Right. And uh, Jane, Jane's one of our friends on Twitter, and she pointed out that she thought Elizabeth probably did that because Glenn had said that he didn't want to go without her. So that would ensure that Glenn actually went and had that conversation. So I thought that was That's a, great a great point. Yeah. Point. About that, because I couldn't, for some reason, that didn't click in my mind at all. Yeah, so that's thanks a gr- for that's pointing a that out point. to us, Jane. We really do yeah, appreciate go, that, because we miss stuff sometimes. I miss most stuff. Miss it. We miss it. But we'd like to thank you all for joining us. And if you'd like to send us a chat, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Michelle from TN. And I'm at Mike from TN. Please be gentle. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tribal rant, though it has not been updated in quite a while. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so you can subscribe to us there. Please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. And, of course, all this information is on tribalrant.com, where you can email us or leave us a message. And we're all over the place. We're easy to find. And we absolutely love hearing from you guys, whether you are telling us that I accidentally put up Jenner in place of Jennings own stuff whatever keep us in line because we need that we like to learn because we believe that you know time is for uh what what, hold on what is it (laughs) see we believe that there's somebody out there who knows how to see but you got to put in the time because that's what the time is for. So anything else for episode five, the halfway point of the last season of this terrific show? Well, you think we covered it? Yeah. Well, then we'll be back for episode six entitled Rafifi. Okay. According to a 1955 movie, Rafifi is a French slang word defined loosely as troubled slash violent conflict a brutal show of force, usually in reference to chest puffing and macho tough guy posturing by thugs and criminal elements hmm. of Paris for the movie's purposes. But okay. I found a synopsis online about episode six, Rafifi. I like saying Rafifi. Okay. A sudden assignment pulls Elizabeth away from her family at a crucial moment. At the FBI, a major development leads Adderholt to approach Stan about an urgent investigation. Hmm. So, I'm looking forward to it, but with trepidation. I just, I'm with you. I just hope that they figure out some way where Stan doesn't find out his neighbor buddies are Russian spies. I don't know how they'll do that. I don't either. Okay, well, we'll see you back here next week. Maybe we'll be further advanced. Uh, yeah, probably. I'll probably be here next week. Okay, we'll see you then. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.